escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Connect Spaces, we're on Facebook, you're on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel. In full quantity, Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Duro Plus goes, water always flows. There's after Teachers and Educational Workers Union Tewo escalate industrial action as they declare a nationwide indefinite strike following an emergency executive committee meeting today. We are not actually drawing everybody because if we are drawing everybody, the security staff, everybody will have to go along with. Also, the leadership of organized labor is meeting to decide whether to call a strike over government's refusal to completely cancel the imposition of a 15% VAT on electricity. Organized labor's position is not changed from the position we espoused last, and that the initial position we held to hold today. Also this afternoon, we focus on the alarming trends in sexual behavior. A survey shows 80% of youth engaging in unprotected sex and multiple partners, despite growing sexually transmitted diseases concerns. Once you are at a high risk of having sexual intercourse without protecting yourself and having it with multiple partners, definitely you are contributing to HIV. The Ghana AIDS Commission is unhappy with the development and wants more attention paid to HIV and AIDS. Ghana is part of the HIV prevention fast-track countries. It's not for any reason. It's because new infections, or Ghana has a high burden of HIV new infection. Also this afternoon, former President Mahama says the late electoral reform proposals announced by the Electoral Commission could wane public confidence. nine months, you are now coming with major changes. You are indelible income, but you don't build the confidence of the people in the electoral process. We'll get to hear from the Electoral Commission of Ghana, which is dismissing suggestions. Its proposal to cancel the use of indelible ink in the upcoming elections will compromise election integrity, as it says no final decision has been taken on the matter. The EC hasn't said that we are not going to use indelible ink in the 2024 election. We haven't made that point anyway. You did not use it in the district level elections. Will, will that be the case for the general no, elections? That was the district level election. We have details of that as sports. Parliament to summon Sports Minister Mustafa Yusuf and GFA officials over $8.5 million budget for the Black Stars at the AFCON. That's and more in this afternoon's package of the Midday News. I am Emefa Apao. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details.
Many thanks for your company. Let's start off on the labor front and tertiary education workers union of Ghana has now officially declared an indefinite strike over what the union describes as the lackadaisical attitude in addressing concerns of workers. The union cites the failure of the government to pay tier two pension allowance to fund managers, extra duty allowance, car maintenance allowance for junior staff, among others, for this in particular action. It follows an emergency national executive committee meeting held earlier today at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. We can hear the national president, Suleiman Abdul Rahman. But if government is failing to listen to us, at the end of the day, we have no option than to withdraw the whole security in the public universities. And I can tell you, if that happens, what will happen? The public universities will have to be locked down. That doesn't mean that this strike is not compulsory for all your members. It is compulsory to every member. It is our understanding. And because we don't want the public universities, in respect of uh, our strike, there will be chaos in the public universities. Supposing you entered onto this campus, KNUS campus here, and you wouldn't see any security, what will happen? At the end of the day, we'll come back from the strike and we'll have to face a lot of challenges. So that is why when it's a strike, we always have an essential staff to still be around. And the security is key to that. So that they will be around to make sure that they keep the place neat and safe until, I mean, uh, the strike is, uh, how to call it, is called off. But of course, as I said, if we are pushed to a wall where we need to redraw every services, that will be done. And I well, that's um, Suleimana Abdul Rahman, National President of Tewu. Thankfully, he will join us shortly uh, with more details on this. But my colleague, Oheming Terrier, has been monitoring this situation. Let's talk about the impact of this particular action by Tewu. Yes, uh, MFA, for the Tewu members, they believe that once they have their numbers, they have members of about 10,000 uh, members on the public campuses of the universities across the country. Uh, so they want to organize their members uh, in their numbers uh, so that government and the public universities uh, will feel the impact of this strike action. As he, Mr. Suleimana did mention, uh, they are essential uh, members that they've allowed uh, to work in the interim. Uh, these include security uh, officers and then secretaries to the vice chancellors and then senior administrators. Uh, for now, they want to re remain at post but when they are pushed to the wall, according to his words, they will withdraw all these members uh, so the universities can't equally uh, come to uh, a halt. Uh, that's my colleague, Oheming Terrier there. Thankfully, the national president himself, Suleimana Abdurrahman, joins us on the line. We are grateful for your time here on the Midday News. Is it the case that we are hoping to cripple the entire education system in order to be heard? Hello, Mr. Rahman. Yeah, hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Rahman. Thank you so much for your time. I'm talking about your indefinite action this time around. 10,000 workers. Earlier, you were given solidarity to the other um, you know, unions that were on strike. Really, what are we hoping to achieve with the number of indefinite strike that we are actually declaring? Yes, thank you so much for the opportunity. Last week, on the 22nd of January, we gave an ultimatum to government trying to indicate to government that if by February we did not hear anything from government, we were going to declare a strike. And unfortunately, government did not contact us. Government felt that probably the public universities workers is not so important. 
that is uh, why they did not contact us. So we had an emergency meeting today, next meeting, and at the next meeting we, had, we decided that, well, we have no option than to declare the strike because government is not paying the tier two allowances that is expected them to pay. But your early ultimatum was for 1st February. It's not 1st February yet. How then do you go ahead to declare the strike so, indefinitely? So if you look at our press statement, you will see that we are saying that by tomorrow, if still we did not hear anything from government, tomorrow nobody should come to work. Because we wanted to make sure that we fulfill the Labour Act, which says that if you are to declare a strike, you must notify the government of having clear working dates. And of course, we have fulfilled that, uh, I mean, how to call it, obligation. So it is our view that government is not ready to deal with the issues and to resolve them. And as I said, it is members that have choose or elected us to lead them. So if the members push you to do the right thing, you cannot use your political interest to sit on them. And that is why we have no option that to act as the member has requested for us to do, which uh, is to declare a strike. And as leadership, and, you've mentioned that government has not reached out since your communication. Have you also reached out? And what's been the difficulty in government reaching out to you, you'd say? Government is the employer. So, and the law requires, as I said, if there's a problem, we should notify them and state it very clear, which we did last week on uh, 22nd general, as I mentioned earlier. So if it will take government last week up to today, Wednesday, and they still not see the need to respond to us, it is, it is obvious that they are not ready to listen. And that is why we have no option than to declare a strike effective on 1st February 2024. Okay. And that's the national president of Tewu, Suleimana Abdul Rahman there. We must say that since these strikes have been declared, it's been difficult reaching government on these uh, particular concerns. But we'll try and still work the lines. And when we do, we'll bring government's reaction to you. Now, there's another looming industrial action as the Medical Laboratory Professional Workers Union, an essential healthcare service provider, also threatens to lay down their tools over government's neglect to their demands for clearly defined conditions of service. The union say they are convinced that the posture of government shows that their services are unappreciated and undervalued. They have therefore given government a 14-day ultimatum to call them to the negotiation table or the embark on a similar action. Dr. Franklin Ama is the National Vice Vice Chairman of the Union. The point must be made that strike is one of the options. When we get there and we advise ourselves appropriately, a strike is the best, we'll take it. But I must make the point that it is not in our interest. Who are the, the people who bear the grudge of our strike and our actions? Is it not our relatives? So we are not really interested in going on any strike. What we are saying is that let us all push for duty bearers to act. When duty bearers act and they come to table and we have negotiations, strike will be needless. It is our considered view that 14 days is a reasonable time within which duty bearers should act. And we also know that um, earlier a seven-day ultimatum was issued by the Trade Union Congress to withdraw to government to withdraw the 15% value-added tax on electricity consumption, and that expires today. Last night we saw a statement from the Finance Ministry um, reaching out to the Trade Union Congress uh, for some negotiation or further talks on this particular withdrawal. We've been hearing uh, from uh, Nagrat President Angel Kabon, who says if government does not withdraw its letter imposing tax, uh, they will proceed on that action. 
that was the principle under which we came on this issue that the taxes have become so much and we the people of this country may by the, in this way workers are suffocated so bottom line this restraint that you've been asked to exercise won't happen by close of date unless you get clear word that th- that initial letter has been withdrawn yeah as i said organized labor's position is not changed from the position we expelled last and as i spoke to you no change is being directed and that the initial position we held to hold today that's Nagrat's president, Angel Kabonu there. Now, the latest demographic survey on health reviews males and females between the ages of 15 and 24 are keeping multiple sexual partners and further engaging in unproductive sex. The statistical service that undertook the, service, the survey says the outcome is worrying as it could lead to the spread of HIV and AIDS. Director in charge of demography at the Ghana Statistical Service, Oday Jebi, tells Joy News the outcome and provides the country with raw data to enable targeted education on HIV and AIDS. We also look at uh, those uh, having uh, multiple partners and the use of condom. Yes, because that will protect you from getting an infection. So that one too, uh, we're supposed to, for the uh, what is called the women 15 to uh, 24, 24. Yes, it's 23%. 23 don't use condom. They, no, they use the condom. Okay. It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be 100%. Right. So we ended up only, uh, what is called, 23. So about, about 77% did not use the condom. But are they aware of the existence of female condom? Yes, they, they, they are aware because the Ghana East uh, Commission and other partners, uh, the National East Control, this thing, they have been, what is called, um, promoting, promoting the, the use, use of, of condom. Another preventive uh, mechanism to help uh, reduce infection. I'm interested in the outcome of the males in this uh, category. Yes, for the, that one they are 34.5, so it's higher than the, the, what, the, the, the women. Meaning more people yes. are having sex without, without, yes. without using condom. Sure. That, is, that is the, the issue. So that's the uh, director of in charge of demography at the Ghana Statistical Service, Oday JB there. Well, let's get details of this particular survey. I'm really, really interested in this. And um, Kofi J is our in-house research analyst and data analyst. He joins me in studio with more from this. Let's um, talk about more from this particular survey that you've been, to- you've been studying. Well, MFR, um, you know, respondents were asked a very simple question. Do you use condoms? and eight out of 10 women or females between the ages of 15 and 24, 80% said they do not, they did not use condoms in their last sex that they had, 15 to Mm, uh, 24 24. years. Mm. If you go to that of male, it's around 70%. So female, seven out of eight, male, uh, female, eight out of 10. Mm -hmm. And then uh, um, we are talking about male, seven out of 10. But one other interesting statistic is that if you look at male, the more they get educated, the more they are likely to cheat or have multiple partners. It's the reverse at the side of the females. The more they get educated, mm-hmm. the less they are likely to cheat. Okay. Well, that's um, interesting. It's always the females that are leading. But there's also a provision of married men keeping multiple partners. What did we find? Well, this people are actually disputing this statistic because they feel it could be more because according to the report, two out of ten married men in Ghana only Actu- two out of ten okay <laughs> actually cheats if you go to the side of the women too it's a bit low it's not even up to two but men are higher two out of ten married men in ghana cheat 
Well, um, Kofi, uh, thank you for studying that. And you can see, uh, Kofi, if you're watching on Facebook, that he actually is not even looking at the survey. He actually knows it offhand and talking about it. But Ghana is currently on the HIV fast track countries because of the new infections. Director General of the AIDS Commission, Dr. Etuya Henetreme, says the criminalization of people engaging in same-sex marriage and other activities is leading to the spread of the virus. The people who contribute significant amount of new infections in the country are criminalized. One Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Men who have sex with men, sex workers, people who inject drugs, their activities are all criminalized in the country. So it drives them underground and prevents them from accessing the HIV prevention and treatment services to bring down the level of new infections. And remember that Ghana is one of the countries that is seen as having highest new infections. He also indicated plans to engage influential persons in society to promote awareness about HIV and AIDS. Because the programs that were designed for in-school HIV uh, prevention activities have all stalled and we need to reactivate them. We also need impactful campaign activities. That's Director General of the Ghana AIDS Commission, Dr. Etuya Henetreme. And you can get more of this on The Pulse on 3 p.m. on the Joy News Channel with Elton Brobe much later uh, today. Now, let's um, turn our attention to some political issues um, happening now. And flag bearer of the NDC, John Dramani Mahama, says attempts of the Electoral Commission to introduce major reforms a few months to the general election could wane the public confidence uh, in the process. The Commission has proposed a change of dates for the election and introduced a new executive instrument for this particular election. Listen to Deputy Chair of the EC, Dr. Bosman Asai. We are not the final determinants in that you go through the process with the AG to go to the parliamentary system through the first reading, the second reading in that manner. So, and you need a parliament to approve of it. But as I said, as far as we are concerned, whatever we need to do, whatever is necessary, whatever is proper, that must be done to ensure that we are able to consummate it and have the elections here. As far as we are concerned, we are, we are well able to do that. And we've heard from the Director of Elections of the NDC vehemently opposing this particular proposal to vote in November instead of December this year. But we've been hearing also uh, this afternoon from the NDC flag bearer, John Dramani Mahama. For him, the proposals could result in chaos if implementation fails to yield the desired result. He's been speaking uh, with leadership of Christian community in Kofuridia as part of the Building Ghana tour. My colleague Nanaya Ojima is with the NDC flag bearer, joins us on the line. What exactly are the concerns of the former president when it comes to these proposals than I am. So this morning he was engaging the clergy at Koporidia. Here the clergy granted were granted opportunity to make input into the NDC manifesto. One issue that came up strongly was a peaceful electoral process. Mr. Mahama believes though there is need for all to preach a peaceful process, the EC has the major role to play in ensuring that the process is peaceful. 
Elections are a very emotive event. There are many emotive things. They say ethnicity. Normally, Yakoye one nation. I was sometimes you don't build the confidence of the people in the electoral process. I'm saying person will shift the election date, you know, and uh, changes be on person They want to bring a new CI to change the old CI. Can they say why wait till now? You don't spring surprises on people like that. Well, that building Ghana choice also still underway in the eastern region. Meanwhile, the Electoral Commission says it is yet to arrive at a final decision when it comes to the indelible ink. Yes, Dr. Bosman Asari once again. No, the, the EC hasn't said that we are not going to use indelible ink in, in the 2024 election. We haven't made that point anyway. What we explained was that when you look at the biometric technology, if people go through that verification process and at the same time you, you try to apply the ink on them, clearly you are, it amounts to duplicity. Because the verification system basically says that this is Blessing Soga who has come uh, to vote. After, after he has gone through the process, why do you still want to apply another, another system or the indelible ink so that it sends another signal that the same Blessing Soga has come? So that was the explanation we gave. But we, we haven't said we are not going to use the indelible ink in the 2024. So it, so it will be used? That's why I said we haven't said it anyway that we are not going to be using the indelible ink. That's Dr. Bosman Asari. Well, at that um, interaction uh, with Christian leaders in uh, the eastern region that is currently underway uh, between the former president and this Christian leader. So the issue about LGBTQ uh, came up. We know that it's currently, uh, that particular bill is currently at the consideration stage in parliament, was not be able to pass. And we're hoping that once they return, uh, that issue will be considered. But this is the stance of the former president on LGBTQ. The Assemblies of God. We say the faith I have, Empany say Bema, Bewari Bema, or Ba Bewari Oba. Bill a war parliament, Omunyam passing, but M say a buying actresses, Omu Passia, President on sign. If we say the Attorney General, like can say, Bibia, your private members' motion, Obeti Mia pass a bill with a private member's motion, but Enisa Edekabia Ebeto Abainso. And based on that technicality, President Asegna Seba on signing. In terms of the idea between Parliament and the Executive, Omoshe Na Omokan. That's a former president, John Dramani Mahama, there in that interaction with Christian leaders on his stance on LGBTQ, mentions that as an Assemblies of God member, his faith does not support um, uh, this particular move. And then also raising concerns about um, the president not assenting um, to bills that are sponsored by private members. Taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love, 99.5 FM, and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is probably 
fully sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fall in full quantity also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, where Dura Plus goes, water flows. We return from the break with sports and this afternoon, Major Mahama's mother opens up on how she's coped for the past seven years after the gruesome murder of her son. The murder of my son. are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. TV is stepping up your entertainment from the 15th of January at no extra cost to you. If you are on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus to watch GoTV Max. Already on GoTV Plus? Upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you are on GoTV Max, upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait. Step up your entertainment today. It's on us. GoTV Love it. TCNC Supply. Dive into a new era of news consumption with MyJoyOnline.com, your go-to destination for cutting-edge journalism, giving you the most credible stories from business to politics and from sports to entertainment. MyJoyOnline.com introduces an upgraded news website meticulously designed to empower you with an enriched browsing experience like never before. Intuitive navigation, Navigate through an array of revamped categories that cater to all interests. Join the conversation with our interactive comments section. Get live TV, radio, and podcast of your favorite TV and radio shows on Joy and Adam platforms. Powerful search. Find any story with ease. With a simple click, access precisely what you're looking for. Experience the future of news browsing with myjoyonline.com. Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports. Thank you very much, MFA. This is a big one because a comprehensive parliamentary investigation is set to take place into Ghana's spending at the AFCON. This follows the alleged $8.5 million budget for the Black Stars' participation in the tournament. Now, Love FM's Delali Atiasi has more in this report. Blackwa says the Minister of Youth and Sports and other public officials, including members of the Ghana Football Association, will all have to be hauled before Parliament to account for the money spent at the AFCON 2023. The level of financial recklessness, that is why I insist that there ought to be a full-scale parliamentary probe. And when the House resumes, we are going to file a motion for a full-scale parliamentary inquiry. And all those ministers and public officials, including those at the FC, who think that they should rather insult me 
instead of accounting to the Ghanaian people on the thought processes that went into coming up with this budget and why they will at this time of unprecedented economic crisis come up with this staggering amount of $8.5 million. They should know that all of them will be made to account and there will be sanctions. It is just a matter of time. Many Ghanaians will be happy to know of the outcome of this inquiry when Parliament finally resumes on the 6th of February 2024. So yeah, that's a report by Love FM's Delali Atiasi. We'll see how that push for that probe goes. Now, it was a tragic loss seven years ago when a soldier, Major Maxwell Mahama, was brutally murdered by some residents of Denshawas. Well, this week, we know that the Accra High Court sentenced 12 people, including the former Assemblyman of the area, to life imprisonment, while two others were acquitted and discharged. Well, today, the Attorney General, Goffred Yabuadame, is hinting that Cabinet is currently considering two bills to deal with mob justice and to enhance the criminal justice system. My colleague, Richard and also head of our legal affairs desk joins us with details of this. Let's talk about the reason for the, the visit by the family first off. So, so Major Mohammed's mother, his uncle, and the wife, uh, plus other family members were at the office of the Attorney General. They say the case was called ostensibly on the AG and team. For what they say, has been a great job the prosecution has done in the case that spanned seven years. They say, even though the judgment kept long in coming, they are at least grateful that at least a closure has been arrived at. So, generally, it was an expression of gratitude. Mm. Well, so, but we know also about this um, two bills that he's, he's talking about. At which stage are they, did he mention, and how soon we'll see it uh, come to light? So these two bills, uh, the AG mentioned that they are currently before uh, cabinet and it's at the consideration stage. And the bills are supposed to deal with the delays in the prosecution of criminal cases and how to even deal with mob justice. And so it said that very soon uh, the bill will be sent to parliament. That's um, head of our legal affairs desk, Richard Kujonyako there. I'll take you to Parliament briefly where the Public Accounts Committee has directed auditors to surcharge education directors at the La Dadekotopo Education Service if they fail to collect 34,000 cities rent in two weeks. James Aveji uh, joins us with details. What more has been happening, James? Yes, I'm a fan. So it's been a series of refer- uh, referrals and directives because in the Echuma Mwabeja uh, directory to the district directors have been directed to pay some 24,000 Ghana cities of unearned salary paid to one teacher in the district if they fail to uh, collect that from him. And so the education committee ministry actually is still before the committee answering committee questions from some other districts as well. That's my colleague James Aveji and Jackie. I was going to say Max. Max and Jackie. (laughs) Max and Jackie. And Jackie's here in the studios. What are we talking about today? Well, MFR, social media is on fire today. But first of all, let me ask you this. If. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. 